Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 21, The Showdown. We should just do that as a, a whole episode. We say chapter 21, but it's just Nick eating Chex Mix for 40 minutes. Oh, we're recording? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's good podcasting. Uh, welcome, 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 folks. It's a beautiful, happy, shining day. Um, sorry, that's... <laughs> There's a shirtless that's, guy out that's there. That's how I start my classes. Um, There's a shirtless guy out there? There's a shirtless guy out there with a dog. What's he doing in my house? And really short shorts. Yeah. I mean, living up with the high 60 degree weather. He's got two dogs. It's not nearly as sinister as what it might sound like. He's just he's just standing there. I let his dogs go <laughs> potty. Shirtless guy with short shorts staring right at us through the window. <laughs> they kind of look like swim trunks. Is there a sprinkler yeah. out there? Is he oh, running oh, through a... Quick story, quick story. So um, so Nick and I were doing, uh, we're, we're, we're drama directors at a, a high school. And uh, we had our play uh, last weekend. And for 10 minutes like we were talking to the kids backstage doing kind of just like you know pre-show things with them and for 10 minutes there was a guy just standing in the window staring an adult man an adult man staring at us not moving not like waving anybody down just looking in the window at the end of the hall at us for 10 minutes. I was spooked. I was just getting yeah. like, the longer it went on, the more unsettling it became. His stare did not break at <laughs> no, all. Like, we no. cannot emphasize that his head, like, man. Just, yep. He just was resolute in his uh, decision to stare us down. And eventually it was just, he, he was a, a, a grandparent or something or an uncle who was bringing ibuprofen to a kid. I, I wish there was a better conclusion. <laughs> I know, there. but it just was like, it was, it was still weird. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't like, you know, knock or like wave. Yeah, to no, have you guys none of that. But we were like obviously like looking at him and like kind of like you know chuckling <laughs> like look at this weird guy that won't stop staring at us and and he just didn't shy away at all. Just leaned into it. <laughs> so we maybe just, he's killed people. Yeah, we don't we know. Just we'll keep you updated. It just felt like a very Michael Myers thing. <laughs> um. Anyway, welcome back to Stay Buried. This is a podcast where we read. Um book and uh this is going to be chapter 21 this is a uh, our, our our return to genghis uh the dark lord of the story the uh the villain genghis. um after we haven't really spent mu- we haven't spent much time with him lately even the chapters we have had with him have been, have been fairly short so this is like five or six pages this is the first like actual it's a meaty one sizable chapter with Genghis in a long time. Oh boy. Can we make a, a prediction about how many of his subordinates he's going to kill in this chapter? <laughs> how many subordinates 
which tragedy from history? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't recall, which I'm sure you do, the past two <laughs> major disasters that Genghis has been involved with, blowing up the Council of Elders and sinking his own ship, have inadvertently led to uh, 9/11 and the Titanic, respectively, um, because of some weird link between worlds. I'm calling seven subordinates Black Plague. <laughs> oh, snap. I like that. Black Plague's good. As in it was bad. Because, yes. <laughs> mm. I'm going to guess at least 18 subordinates. <laughs> 18. Yeah, I'm going to say a room full, which is, that could be a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like the entire room. Because he's done answer. that before. Cop yeah, yeah. out answer. Okay. Like, like 30 goblins. All right. Like 30 <laughs> goblins. Are these prices right rules? <laughs> mm. If so, I pick one. Boo. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with one. I, no, I'll you go with five, steal. five, five. Oh, five. a modest number. Okay. Oh, I know. If I pick two, that 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 screws you over, right? Yes. Don't do it. I Very pick hard. two. No. <laughs> you can only pick one if you're going last. Uh, well, my name is Newt. I'm the writer of the book that we're reading. Um, I did not write it recently. I am a better writer now, marginally, than I was then. But this is a product of my youth, and uh, as a grown man, I have every right to uh, roast it into oblivion. So, this is what? I don't know. It sounded kind of defensive. <laughs> I have every right to do this. Okay. <laughs> I'm Kevin. I, I'm not a writer, but I will still roast real hard. I'm Mackenzie, and Newt is my husband, so I will also roast him. <laughs> my name is Nick, and I'm Newt's friend. Aww. And I will roast him. <laughs> uh, my name's Zach, and I'd just like to take a moment here. Um, I uh, accidentally parked in a handicapped spot during lunch today, and I feel terrible about it. So we're going to dedicate this episode to anyone who has a handicapped sticker out there. <laughs> this one's for you. Did you see somebody you with down? a... <laughs> You've been doing two rhyming ones, and then you end it with that? Subversion like of expectation. Like Did you see somebody with a walker having to like walk extra far into the restaurant because of you? I did see an old person in the spot next to it eating their sandwich. Close enough. Wait, um, so did you actually? The the don't admit it, to it, it was so faded that I didn't even notice it going in, and then but coming but then out, you're like, I nah, I'm not gonna move though. No, coming out, I could tell after I'd already eaten my lunch. Oh, okay. And then I just felt really bad about it. Um, because I'm sure the listeners are curious, are you still sick? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been, it's been st- three weeks now. <laughs> still <laughs> <and> <laughs> a little under the weather. Yeah, I'm just a, just a old walking mess of illness. We should inexplicably not have Zach on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> he, he struggled with it for so long. And he finally, you know. He went. He, he gave in. He's in Gale now. <laughs> <laughs> his, his goose was cooked. His goose. <laughs> Chapter 21, The Showdown. Master, do you want a new sword forged? Asked a goblin, holding the shattered remains of a sword. Genghis dropped from his throne and heaved a big sigh. Yes, I don't want to go around swordless, you know. The goblin looked around. Um, master, where's Orpheus? Genghis wickedly smiled. 
Why, do you think, do I need a new sword? He couldn't solve my puzzle. I got angry. I threw my sword. Do I need to spell it out? So that's one, right? Do we know he killed Orpheus, though? He could have just thrown his sword like into a wall. Uh, does he need to spell it out, Zach? <laughs> I, I kind of wish he would. I like that they've been hyping Orpheus, Orpheus up in the previous chapters. Like even in the last one, they're like he was help helpful in sealing away core into this new form, and then it's like yeah. He Genghis killed him in a fit of rage. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what we've come to expect in Russia. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't it something like, uh, I, I, I can solve this puzzle cube. It'll take me like, you know, a week though. And then Genghis yeah. was like, it's not long. It's uh, too long. Yeah. If it just had worked with my timeline, I would have had it done. Genghis sunk back into his chair and sighed. He already missed his old sword. He had raised it since it was a toothpick. <laughs> Is that serious? Oh, oh man. Oh, wait, Don't read it. I know I've been trying not to laugh this whole time. Wait, what does that That's mean? That's like Arthur Douglas comedy. That's like some sort of surreal, just like sentence. How are swords only there made because it's funny? It doesn't mean anything. Uh, Can we get a prequel story of Genghis and his sword? All swords start as toothpicks. They turn into daggers, then short swords and long swords. That's how everyone knows that. It's a life cycle. (laughs) He sighed again and stood, conflicting whether he should stand or he should sit. (laughs) He chose to stand. Should I stand or should I sit? (laughs) He flicked his eyes to every corner of the room, looking for something to amuse himself. Genghis is just some kid with ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, should I stand or should I sit? What do I do? What do I do with my hands? You don't usually see the inside of a villain's mind like this. You only ever see like, "Mm, I want to destroy the world. And this is like, really gotta be you know it's bad for my heart to be sitting all day <laughs> I, I should get a standing desk <laughs> I remember when that sword was just toothpick <laughs> you don't get this level Those were the of intimacy good old days. with most villains you don't get to know what uh, what Voldemort debates ordering at Starbucks this is, uh, this is good he groaned and looked out of the stained glass win- uh, window which depicted a scene of the creation of Titan he spotted something to play with. He smiled. He would win. <laughs> Down below the side of his castle, tents were hoisted into the air using long poles and staffs. They hammered down stakes into the ground. Meanwhile, men, asterisks. <laughs> Where is that reference? <laughs> I looked for no asterisk. Like, <laughs> reference that at the bottom of the page. Put on chain armor and mounted steeds, grabbing a lance and placing it in front of themselves. A tournament was the first thought that crossed Genghis's mind. Then, I haven't been to one in years. Oh, this chapter is So he's going high. to a tournament for fun? He, he's uh, just going to wreck these dudes. I mean, this is the all-powerful Lord Genghis. Uh. He's bored. Because he's bored. I love that so much. He's just looking for something to entertain himself. It's the asterisk because they're not human? That would be my guess. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
I, you know, you don't really explain the asterisk, but that's my my best guess. <laughs> Gonna say, do you have a glossary at the end of the book or something? I don't think so. Mm. This would be it'd be funny if the I'm first instance look. of this was on page one thirty nine. <laughs> I think it's funny. We just we're talking about how like last chapter is like, man, there's only ten episodes left. I mean, there's got to be so much coming up. And now it's <laughs> just Jesus <laughs> just like oh. aimlessly entering a tournament. He's just pacing around the room, just looking Bored. out. What's the cha- it's the title? A Day in the Life of Genghis? Oh no, it's the showdown. <laughs> Which, which sounds like an epic though. chapter, right? Yeah. I mean, somebody oh, really cool has got to be at this tournament. Somebody we know, right? I would mm. hope so, because otherwise, it's it's just Genghis is bored <laughs> and wants to find something to do. Calling it, it's Joe's dad. I mean, who uh, do we know that's still alive and isn't part of the main party or trapped on Earth? He even killed Orpheus. No right? one. We don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> he killed the one other character. Does his sword he... count as a second kill? I mean, it, no. swords no. might be alive in this, this <laughs> oh, universe. Yeah, I don't know. They grow. From a toothpick. <laughs> I think that's a, a hot moral debate <laughs> yeah. going on in Gale. Our swords. Uh, the, the wiki sentient. trivia page for swords. and the, just <laughs> Some people consider swords to be living things in the it's world. Like, does, the, does the Balrog have wings kind of debate in Tolkien language? It's, it's, yeah. was, this being, was this a joke or was it take, to be taken literally? <laughs> Behold, we have gathered here today to represent our strengths and weaknesses. We will see who is strong and who is weak. We will discover the skill of the peasants and the brawn of the patricians, shouted a stout man with a jolly face and purple clothes. He bore a megaphone, which was a ram's horn, and a sword at his waist. As he opened his mouth to speak, Genghis strutted onto the field, smiling. He knew something they didn't. Oh my, it's the king, shouted the announcer, waving his hands to his face like an obsessed fan. Will you be joining our tournament today, my lord? Genghis turned, showing his empty sheath. Well, at the moment, I need a sword, I suppose. The announcer whipped out a sword faster than you can blink. Here you are, my lord, he said, trembling hands. Genghis grabbed it and slashed it through the air as if to kill an imaginary foe. A second later, he sheathed it. Yes, yes, good sword. I suppose I will join you this tournament, he said loud enough for everyone to hear. They screamed with approval. Yes, yes, good sword. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dog or something. <laughs> good boy, good boy. <laughs> also, I just love it. Like... He's so like meekly. Well, at the moment, I need a sword. I suppose <laughs> he's just fishing for compliments on Twitter. I don't. I don't really have a sword. I really wish I did, though. Who <laughs> notices your sword? Like he has to have access to literally thousands of swords as the Dark Lord. Of- <laughs> well, no, because the goblins in the first chapter, the prologue, were going to use it to make weapons. But he blew them up, so it's true. No one made a weapon. I feel like that's how he's gonna win this tournament. Is he's just gonna blow up the competition? <laughs> I don't think there's any scenario where he does not win. <laughs> oh man, if he doesn't win, and then there's a new main villain. If Genghis mm. dies here, 
best twist in the book that he's using to boost his own ego. <laughs> most most of bored. the chapters, wow. most of the chapters are us like speculating plot and like we're, we're analyzing and we're making jokes. This we're functionally sports commentators. <laughs> like, <laughs> a man walks from the stands, pushing the announcer aside. Genghis, he said, barring his teeth. Vertex, good to see you, old friend. Friend, Vertex snapped. He drew his sword, but made no attempt at moving. You killed my family, Genghis. I came to rip you to shreds. Why are you here? He asked finally. Genghis leaned close and whispered in the elf's ear. Between you and me, Vertex, I'm just here to show my servants that I rule over them. With the matter of fear and power. Genghis leaned back and beamed. And how do you expect to do that, king? Genghis raised his top lip, showing lines of glowing yellow teeth. Fear already exists. Someone just needs to take credit for it. And that someone is me. Vertex snarled again, then dashed back to the stands. Just feel like this must happen to Genghis all the time, where he's like, "What's up, dude?" And that guy's like, "You killed literally my entire family. We're not, we're not on good terms right now." Vertex, my boy, my buddy. Also, how cool did you think you were when you wrote that line though, about know. the fear? I think you're really cool. Yeah. You I can love tell that it's like uh, you want that on the back of a book, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's going for. Genghis, like, he leaned back and beamed, just like so proud of himself. <laughs> I killed that guy's family. <laughs> Didn't react at all to that information, by the way. He was like, you want to know something cool, man? Forget about your family for a second. Like, Let me tell you why we're really doing this. <laughs> the first joust was Genghis versus a man with blue armor by the name of Ador. Genghis dashed first, his horse screeching at in the intense speed. In a matter of seconds, the man crumbled to the ground with a lance in his chest. The audience clapped. All except... <laughs> oh, no. So sad. All except for the family of this unlucky man. That's got to be the, the shortest like break in a chapter I've seen. <laughs> just, this, count, this counts as Genghis murdering a subordinate for no that's reason. That's right? yes. yeah. yeah. so That's two? That's two? We're up that's three? 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 Counting Are we the sword. Let's count the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Are we counting the family also, that he, he mentioned? He didn't even use a sword oh, yeah. for this. It's a joust. He uses a lance. Do, do we count the family? Yeah. Because, I mean, we're counting murdered. Orpheus, and he died earlier. Oh. Oh, Yeah. So I guess we can assume there was like four people in his family. Right, it's a classic nuclear family. Well, I did look a little ahead. The wife is still alive. I think King has only killed the kids, which makes it way worse. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, uh, the family. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but we needed it. This the, time. the family of Vertex. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's talking oh. about. No, no. He didn't kill the family of Ador. Ador's family just watched I love that you gave this guy a name only to kill him off three sentences later. I like the idea that it's like a casual, like, it's just fun. Like, it's jousting, but, you know, it's non-lethal. But Genghis just is is like... lands through him. It's like touch, like, football, but he's tackling people. (laughs) Did a door know, too? Like, (laughs) 
Yeah, right here. <laughs> this is it. Yep. <laughs> they said Gagas wasn't going to be here today. Why did he show up? Bracket, yeah, I was like, no, I got to go get some first. Uh, well, that's that. <laughs> well, Better my go tell my family I love them. <laughs> well, my goose is cooked. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I love how you describe the horse screeching at the intense speed. Is the horse <laughs> screeching? <laughs> you have killed off so many entire families in this book. Like that has been a reoccurring thing throughout. Just entire families I wiped hope, out. You know, like at the end of Lion King, where Scar is kind of like eaten by the hyenas that he's wrong. I hope that like Genghis is undone. By just all the families of people that have just tired with his <laughs> like his crap, just like you keep murdering us indiscriminately. Your friends, your foes, it's all the same to you. Like I mean, Joe Roan, I think Will lost his family. I mean, like multiple characters have just had their entire families mm, wiped out. And you make a point oh, to no. like point. <laughs> <their> yes, <laughs> Raul. <clears throat> mm. Vertex smiled at his wife, who just put the helmet on his head. This is for our children, the ones he took from us, she said with a tear trickling from her eye. Vertex wiped it away. I will avenge them. Oh, jeez. She nodded. Know this, this is, is so go. heartfelt and sad. She nodded, then walked onto the field, dragging his sword behind him, leaving a trail in the sand. Why? Because he, he's depressed. Because oh. <laughs> it's cool, Nick. Wait, did this go from cool. a joust to a duel? Yeah, like I round guess one so. was jousting, round two was duel time. I guess. By the way, vertex, cool name. I like Thank that you. one. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That's one of your better names. Vertex pronounced like the word vertex. <laughs> Is that a word? Yeah, it's a it's a dot on a graph, a vertex. Oh yeah, that's right. It's that's not right. spelled that way though. No, it's not. Listener. Um, if you had multiple of these characters, the family is called the vertices. <laughs> Good job, um, thank you. <laughs> this is for my math, my math peeps out oh, there. Hot <laughs> joke, dude. I'm gonna cut that part. Um, I said peeps. I don't like it. <laughs> Genghis strode onto the field, ready for the showdown. He had a face on that looked like he knew something. <laughs> Vertex didn't. I'm getting the impression that Genghis knows something. It's that... just like a, a smug smile. <laughs> like I... Vertex raised his sword, and the announcer shouted the beginning words. Ezra! Eita! Dulak! He exclaimed. Genghis jerked forward before the announcer finished the last word. His sword flashed through the air. Vertex leaned to the side, missing the sword by an inch. Good job. Now you're weaponless and dumb, shouted Vertex <laughs> with a smile. Correct. <laughs> Burn. Good job. Now you're weaponless and dumb, shouted Vertex with a smile. Genghis suddenly drew another sword from thin air. What the flames? swore Vertex. Genghis lunged forward, officially starting the showdown. Vertex ducked, then shoved upwards, deflecting a blow from his head. Genghis roared and thrust down again. Vertex had to roll to the side to avoid being smashed into the dirt below. He lunged up, snagging the tip of his sword in Genghis's breastplate. He howled and rocked back, taking the sword with him. Vertex lay on the ground, weaponless. Now who's weaponless and dumb? Sniggered Genghis, drawing the sword from his front. With two swords, he dashed forward, thrashing them in all directions. Vertex yelped and rolled forward, holding his hands in the air. Genghis looked at him with a look of surprise. 
What was this nomad doing? Wait. Wait. Yeah. He was. He was an elf. He was an elf. Maybe nomads are like, uh, like, uh, you know, like elves. Yeah. Well, just from a different desert elves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are desert elves. Like, like you were saying. Oh, I nice. Say that. That's hey, less hey, racist. Yeah. Good job. Less. It never really was. They just had tan skin, right? I mean, yeah. was, did I miss anything else? No, no, no. We're good. We're good. That's I fine think you myself. just anticipated it being racist <laughs> so much. <laughs> Vertex kicked up with both legs, knocking both swords from the air. Both caught one and attacked another. What? All right. So Vertex. Remember, swords are living animate objects. So right. now the swords are attacking each other. No, no, but they caught it. So they Vertex kicked Genghis, who let both the swords fly into the air. Um, and then Genghis and Vertex each caught one and immediately started dueling. That makes more sense. Mm. I think Vertex might be the coolest character you've yeah. introduced in this book so far. Like here he is avenging his family against yeah. this emperor mm-hmm. that nobody else can really take. I like down. the kind of quiet moment of him and his wife. Like this yeah. is for our family. He he gently wipes a tear away. Oh, from you her. better not be killing Vertex off. And I mean, a door went down immediately. Like a door was dead within like three <laughs> sentences. This guy is like really putting up a fight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this is the longest fight against Genghis there's been. Yeah. I mean, we know how it's going to end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I get a sword, please? But Genghis the whole time could just materialize a sword. <laughs> that was, that was totally just an ego ego pumper. Just like, someone give me a sword. Well, I want to participate, but I don't have a sword. Maybe he didn't actually pull it out of thin air. Maybe it was just like it, it looked like it did. Nah, he, he I think imagine it appeared yeah. from thin air. I'm, all right, I'll, I I I believe it. I mean, it literally says suddenly drew another sword from thin air. All right, fair enough. <laughs> it's all also, literal. Dude. I just I just why did he why did Genghis throw his sword at the beginning to catch him off guard? But why throw it? That's just I mean yeah I guess but just like just a flex. It, yeah, I guess he he wasn't worried. That's he how could draw he, another that's one. how he killed the puzzle guy. <laughs> so he's like, oh, this is guaranteed to work. Yeah, Genghis is renowned for his sword throwing abilities. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. I mean, don't you get the sense that he's always just toying with these people? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. all just like it's oh, yeah. all showmanship. Mm-hmm. The crowd's eating this up, you know they are. <laughs> Except for the family of a door, they're, they're, they're still probably pretty bummed. Right? Like, are they still in the stands? Like they're like they're, they paid for tickets. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. all they can hope now is that somebody kills Genghis, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Waterfalls. Yeah. Bated breath. Sparks flew in the air as both swords scraped against each other. Oohs and ahs came from the crowd as both opponents quickly slashed at each other, each one deflecting it and stepping forward, slashing again. Genghis roared with rage, slashing down upon Vertex. The nomad leapt to the side, cutting upward. Genghis gasped as his sword impaled him. He toppled back, gripping the sword that had smitten him. Blood poured from his chest and mouth. He glared at Vertex as he crumpled to the ground. Genghis gasped as the sword <gasps> oh, impaled oh, him. Snap. He toppled back, gripping the sword that had smitten him. Blood poured from his chest and mouth. He glared at Vertex as he crumpled to the ground. There came a scream of triumph from Vertex's wife. You did it! You did it! Vertex smiled. There were no shouts from the crowd. They looked at this terrible case of regicide. Nice word choice Ooh. there. Yeah. Vertex approached Genghis's body and frowned. Blood poured under the sand and made a red indent. The nomad kicked his king's limp body. A second later, 
Vertex toppled back with a scream. Woo! For as he kicked Genghis, the king shot up and thrust a sword through Vertex's chest. The nomad shrieked as Genghis rose, laughing his head away. (laughs) (laughs) You actually fell for that? Genghis roared with laughter. Vertex couldn't answer. He squirmed violently. No! Shouted Vertex's wife, running onto the stadium. Genghis sniggered and said in a voice that sounded like he was talking to a five-year-old, And who might you be? The woman clenched her fist and thrust it forward. Her cold knuckles collided with his jaw. He reared back, yelping, Seize this woman! At least let me be with my husband in his dying moments, she pleaded. Genghis mocked the woman. At least let me be with my husband in his dying moments. He really is just like a, a, a elementary school bully. Yeah. Like all his behavior, all his actions. It's just, oh boy. Genghis mocked the woman. At least let me be with my husband in his dying moments. What kind of man do you think I am, peasant? Tears poured down her cheeks as she was dragged away. Let me see him. Genghis laughed as she was dragged away to the dungeon. He bent down and started talking to Vertex. I win, nomad. Vertex just coughed. You are an evil man. I like that. How'd you pull that off? You murdered my children. That makes me happy. Genghis laughed and patted his friend's shoulder. Why didn't he like that before? (laughs) Now you have my respect. You play with fire. Simple. I attached a pack of red liquid to my chest. Use magic to dull your sword. When you stab me, you just burst the packet, and I played dead, waiting for the right moment. Classic break. (laughs) How did Vertex fall for that? He made a a squib. He just used a squib to get out of it. Uh. (laughs) That's so cheap. (laughs) Genghis is just really into the theatrics of it all, isn't he? Yes. The newt is showing through. Mackenzie. Not even magic. It's just a packet of fig blood. <laughs> he used magic to dull the yeah, sword. Yeah, but not the fig but blood. Then he came to this, like, planning for this. He had a packet of fake blood on him when he entered the tournament. <laughs> like, this was something he thought out well in advance. Genghis laughed and patted his friend's shoulder. Simple. I attached a pack of red liquid to my chest, used magic to dull your sword. When you stabbed me, you just burst the packet and I played dead, waiting for the right moment. Vertex smiled. Nice one, my old friend. Genghis smiled as well. You know what I have to do, don't you? I can still save you. Vertex shook his head. Some things are broken beyond saving. You did what you had to do. The plan is... Coming together perfectly. Now people will fear and respect you. Genghis shook his head. It is true that I wanted respect, but not by these means. Oh, you're so full of shit, Genghis. What the hell are you talking about? What a liar. Vertex (laughs) Vertex silently laughed. Respect cannot be earned unless by a true accident. Just oh, think about oh, that sentence oh, for a second. <laughs> yeah. I guess should we stop Let's here break for it a down. second? Let me read to the end, and then okay. we'll, we'll talk. Respect cannot be earned unless by a true accident. 
Genghis put his hand to his friend's chest and smiled. Then I bid you adieu, my friend. Vertex looked into the sky. At least, let me see my wife in my dying moments. Genghis laughed softly. No. <laughs> what kind of person do you think I am? He repeated. Vertex stiffened. Genghis gazed down at his friend again. Genghis, Vertex said. Yes, Vertex, Genghis sighed. But Vertex would never speak again. So, I'm what? fully confident that when Genghis said, I could save you, Vertex knew straight up, like, even if I said, please do that, Genghis He's is not going to. No. <laughs> Genghis is just rubbing it in at this moment. That, I can do it, but I'm not going to. Uh, it's so weird how Vertex was like, you know what? Maybe he is my friend. Yeah, he I kept think he saying was old just friend doing that he... so he could maybe see his wife. Like if he buttered Genghis so? up and he was well, real nice. He kept to him talking that... about the plan, though. The plan right. is going perfectly, which makes me think that Vertex was in on it. Like but he, he mentioned signed it up to, to him die. earlier, didn't he? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. explained the plan. I, I got the gist that knew you were saying, but I think what you were going for was that Genghis had told him that I'm trying to win the respect of people or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah, said yeah. that earlier. And then the buttering up thing was just like, yeah, the plan's going perfect. Oh, you've, yeah, it, you've gotten fear from the I'll people. die, but can I just maybe see my wife real quick? And, and also, like, for a brief moment, like, the crowd saw what it would be like with their king dead. Is The crowd went silent. Sure, yeah. They, they were in shock at this act of regicide. Mm -hmm. And then Genghis shot up, and they were like, oh, he's back! Does Genghis have a single redeeming quality about no, him? No, no, he's chaotic evil, an absolute yes. monster. So, I mean, kill count of four if we include the sword. Four? Well, I was gonna say if we included the children and estimated two, that'd be six, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who's that closest to? Seven wins, baby. Oh, nice. Mm. I can't believe a single goblin didn't get killed. He's always yeah. killing goblins. I right? thought that goblin was dead. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. He just threatened him. Yeah. No. So, so can we talk about the statement respect cannot be earned unless by a true accident? Yes, we need to. <laughs> what unless does that you mean? accidentally do something worthy of respect. It's not it's worthy of respect. Way. I think what I meant by that is that if you do things super deliberately to make yourself look like a good guy, like people will see through that. You have to be good on accident. Like you have to be, you know what I mean? Like you have to do things that are worthy of respect because that they're you. Not yeah. because, mm -hmm. not because you've planned an elaborate um, show of respect. You don't want to, which is exactly what he did. Yes. <laughs> but he's tricked them into thinking that otherwise. Yeah. It, it looked like a true accident. Because, like, no one else needs to know about the squib. They just saw Genghis go down. And also, like, by the way, Raul stabbed Genghis before. Genghis has survived a full-on stab, and it been no issue. This time he was just dabbling with special effects, like... <laughs> I love that so much. They just had <laughs> a fake bag of, or a bag of fake blood. 
It's funny because this whole thing started with this him like twiddling his thumbs in his office, being like I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, he Six sees a tournament, and then and then it's just like once he saw the tournament, what actually hatched in his brain was this idea to get a fake blood pack and make it look like someone killed him, but then come back and actually kill them. That's why this all started because he was just bored. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, yeah, man. He couldn't open the puzzle box, so there's no further development about the crest of ore. It's just no oh, one can. Oh, open this it. chapter argue, did nothing. No, 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 no there's no further development of anything in this chapter. Yeah, I like we were like, man, there's only ten chapters left. How are we gonna wrap it all up? <laughs> not it's like, like this one. Completely tangent. Oh, well. Zach, do you still feel like it's building towards the end? <laughs> no. Uh, <Yeah. laughs> I just also love the visual of like Vertex is dying, and Genghis is laughing and patting his shoulder and yeah. describing how he pulled it off. Like, <laughs> It was ketchup packet, see? Like, you know, I, know, I just love the moment great? of like, uh, you are my real friend. Yeah. Can I see my wife again? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> kind of the guy you think I She's in jail, man. Like, <laughs> like, nothing I can do about that. Oh. Well, she did punch him in the face. Yeah. Because he just murdered her husband. Her cold knuckles collided with his jaw. Sounds like women. Yeah. Bad circulation. <laughs> That's it. That is true. <laughs> that you know that wasn't the chapter I was expecting, but I enjoyed it still. It was oh, hilarious. No, that was great. Poor Adore, man. That's one of my favorite chapters yeah. in the entire book. Adore just showed up to have some good old jousting, and then it's gosh. Yeah, like why ten- is Genghis on this bracket, and why is he against me? <laughs> oh, man. It's like ten times funnier. Because we were all just talking about how, like, yeah, this is building. This is something. <laughs> Expectations completely subverted. <laughs> just a random Genghis story. You know, I, sorry, I, I wish all filler episodes of things were this entertaining. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we almost need to add at the very end of the last episode when you say, like, it's building something. <laughs> it did not build. <laughs> just the Ron Howard voice. Yeah. And it didn't. It didn't. Um,. <laughs> my my normal question I ask at the end of the episodes is like predictions going forward with this plot line and it's like I don't know. Oh, I have Captain used to be a dick. Yeah, there will be at least one more chapter just like this where Kangas just kills most for no reason. I mean, reason. it's a yeah. whole week he's got to wait for that puzzle box to open, right? <laughs> well, now, no, Orpheus well, is Orpheus dead. Is, Maybe. So, we puzzle don't know. box is gone. Who cares? I would just like to say we don't really know Orpheus is dead. No, we didn't say the true. body, you know. So He's really, like, it's like five this? and a half deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Five with a ghost. So one. what? what is in the box again? A crest? But is that a... Do we know if that's a sealther or no? No, it's okay. definitely not a sealther. It's something called the crest of ore. We have not figured out what it is. Despite it being talked about for the past 10 chapters. Yeah. It's yeah. the MacGuffin that Genghis is after. Okay. Um, He apparently no longer... Because, you know, Roan's dead. So the urgency he had to get the seal there is gone because he's not, to my knowledge, he's not sent anybody. I mean, he has the go. time on his yeah, hands to join care. a tournament. Yeah, there's yeah. no urgency at all. He's just having tournaments and killing people for no reason, really. Just to show off. I mean, and that also gets back to, I think we've talked about it before, just all of the pieces of seal there were held by people who work for Genghis. So, yeah. like, there's... It's, there's no problem for him to have gone and gotten yeah. them be- at the beginning, you know. I just Joe's think he's trying four. to kill Roan. Yeah. yeah. And he's just, just toying with her. Go on these dangerous missions. One really fun doesn't really thing care about uh, Seelther. 
you've done this multiple times now in this book where you've introduced the character, given them some backstory, and then killed them off <laughs> in the same chapter. There was Click McDoll. Yes. Wasn't there that 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 Quill? That Quill. Quill just there was this... the boy who's Raul. Raul, Raul. He was an awesome character. Yeah, and you just kill uh, him off like, like Quintus. It was like the next chapter, but still pretty <laughs> yeah. close. There's a lot of characters that the death count of this book is staggering. Absurd. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers. Your twisted fifth grade mind. That's <laughs> just because Genghis has absolutely no mercy. Like, he will murder anybody. Once again, I am 100% believing that this was a non-lethal just for fun tournament. Oh, yeah. That he made lethal. because And no one could stop him from doing that. Well, why he's would he kill Vertex's kids? Think about that. Bruce. Like, like, what possible <laughs> what reason? circumstance <laughs> comes up where yeah. he kills his kids and not the parents? He was bored. He was bored. <laughs> he's like, what if I just go and kill this guy's kids tonight? Every chapter that begins with uh, um, Genghis being bored, you know there's going to be a lot of blood involved. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> He's just throwing a ball around the room. And, Basically uh, how this book started, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, because there was no strategy to him blowing up the council. There's just, just, it was just a board meeting. Yeah. Like, literally, he was probably, it was boring, just like, mm. uh Going through all this junk that a ruler has to go to. The, well, time to blow up, people. The joke has always been, since the book began, that the Genghis chapters start in a just nonchalant way. Mm-hmm. And yep. they end up with, with brutal massacres. Yep. The first one was a board meeting. Then there was just, you know, a boat ride. He was just standing yeah. and, and thinking about the pits of Organis, um, the pits of <laughs> orgasm, <laughs> just staring off. It's just like nice, relaxing sea breeze. And, uh, and then there was the, um, you know, Roan coming to talk to Genghis and it ends with, and by the end of the chapter, two babies are dead. Like <laughs> this is yet another, just like literally the most inane beginning. Yeah. It was just him. Should I sit or should I stand? <laughs> <laughs> then by the end, he's murdered three people. I would love to do a listener poll. And uh, are there favorite chapters, the the Joe chapters, the Genghis chapters, or yeah. the Bill chapters? Oh, that would be fun. I'm now, we know no one will vote Bill. Bill but, yeah. Well, I know that last Bill chapter was a banger, but most of them have been bad. Um, <laughs> but I would wager that Genghis chapters got to be our most popular, right? I think they're so. my favorite. Based That's on the dark I horse. think the Joe ones are probably my favorite. If you take into context our reactions and how entertaining that makes it, I feel like the Bill chapters, at the very least, are entertaining to listen to. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because oh that's man, true. we lost our shit that first Bill well, chapter. <laughs> the Joe chapters are very like kind of traditional, like fantasy that any other. Yeah, but but, mm-hmm. but the, the game chapters are so chaos. Yeah. It starts called the showdown. You have no idea what's going <laughs> to happen at the beginning of that, and, and it's literally just his own creation of a showdown. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. Bored. It's not like a character. Like I like Zach predicted this at the beginning. Like, oh, is it a character that we met before, and he's gonna finally meet and face off against Genghis? It's, like, it's Vertex. Yeah. Vertex. I love that Zach continuously thinks that something crazy, like, like you know, like these these intricate plot threads are gonna happen. And who's coming back this week? Nobody. It's Vertex in a door. <laughs> I can't wait till next Joe episode where it's just him thinking in his mind, like, man, I'm so bored. <laughs> what can I punch next? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, uh, any other predictions going forward other than the fact that Genghis will continue to indiscriminately murder his own people we gotta be getting close to crossovers between these three yeah right yeah at unless that point, doesn't yeah. happen bet- until like the finale but at some point we're either Genghis and Joe or Bill and Joe or Bill and Genghis maybe 
They gotta come together somewhere. Some combo. If this so. means anything to anyone, I believe I was inspired. Oh, by the way, I I, I realized there was another inspiration for me. Um, in the like for this book. Um, I'll get to that in just a second. But uh, like, oh shoot, what was I saying? Oh, this is a good an podcast. Inspiration, an inspiration for you. I know, but what was the first part? Oh. You're, this was inspired. Something was inspired by something. Oh, oh, then... oh, oh. No, I don't remember. Um, but I remember <laughs> I was uh, inspired by um, Inkart. Do you oh, remember the book Inkart? Yeah, dude, I read Inkart in yeah. the trilogy. Inkart. Yeah, yeah, the Inkart trilogy. Inkart, Ink Spell, Ink Death. Yeah. Um, was it really? Yeah, yeah. So in that book series that's right dude it's a huge influence yeah um i've huh. never heard of this it's they Either made a movie uh i've never it. heard of that oh that's funky what just I the just poster for ink art oh the movie yeah so the basic idea is that there are these people in the world who are gifted with the special ability that when they read out loud they pull things from a book into reality Mm. And so what happened accidentally was one of the guys, the main heroes, like the, the, the dad of the main character, he was reading from this book called Inkheart and he pulled out this like dictator, this evil, powerful wizard who's now living on earth. Um, and, uh, his name was Capricorn, I think. And, uh, but in the second one, they are sucked into the book Mm, yeah and there's like so there's just this interplay between books and reality and like the author of Inkart is a character and uh his name was like cornolio or something uh (laughs) finoglio cornhole cornhole (laughs) um and uh, I, I was realizing that this week, like, oh man, this is a, that's a big influence on this. Yeah, totally. I could definitely see that. Did you read Del Toro's Quest? I did not. What is Del Toro's well, Quest? I barely remember. I just know he's like trying to like f- like get gems for this belt, and he's got to like get all the gems from these different regions, and each region is like distinct, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's like a creature that guards it. That it kind of feels a little bit like this very like hmm. kind of boss battle there was also this. Um, it was like I don't even think it was a real book series. It was just like a Scholastic book like series that they sold at the fair called like monster quest. And it was like Mm -hmm. basically these giant monsters like live throughout the world, but they've been corrupted. They've got these necklaces on them Mm -hmm. and the, the main character had to go and remove the necklaces to, to, and fight these monsters. So each book was like a boss battle, basically Mm -hmm. these little like 50 page little things. Beast Um, quest, beast quest. That sound right. I mean, that's what's coming up for Scholastic, under Scholastic Books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quest doesn't yield any results. No. Um, So this is becoming less original as we go on, as I realize (laughs) more and more that I've stolen from. That last chapter was pretty original. My prediction that I would love to make, because this would be like probably the coolest thing that could happen, is Vertex's wife escapes jail, becomes an integral character, (laughs) and ends up killing Genghis and avenging her family. But the fact... That you do not give her a name and only <laughs> refer to her as Vertex's but wife. But Adore gets a name. Yeah, it does not really uh, bode well for that prediction, but so, that's what I want to happen. We had already talked about all these people that Genghis has ganked, but how many of them... Genghis <laughs> is ganked! <laughs> <is pretty> awesome. <laughs> how many of them are coming back on Earth? 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, is Vertex gonna show up? That I is mean, a... literally every person that dies in Gale could be in Earth. So Vertex's kids have just been wandering Earth. <laughs> 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 Just in some orphanage trying no. to figure out. Just killed us. <laughs> Why won't you listen? <laughs> <laughs> we need to go home where the moon is square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remembered. It was Heroes. Heroes. The NBC show Heroes. Oh, yeah. I think I mentioned it before. Um, but I think the book is structured very similar to Heroes, which was coming out around the time I was writing this. Um, in terms of the, there are these disparate threads that do come together in the finale in New York City, hmm. Um, hmm. to some degree. So I think that's an influence on this. I think there is a lot of originality to the book, but I think there's also like you can clearly see structures being ripped from um, other texts. Um, the which Genghis, is all right and to be expected from an 11 year old yeah yeah you yeah. kind of got to start derivative to get anywhere good which is why like I always like if my kids are like oh I write fan fiction it's like awesome cool good that's how you learn how to write character voices and that's how you yeah. learn how to write like I never wrote fan fiction deliberately I only did it by nature of plagiarizing <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I wrote Fifty Shades and skipped Master of the Universe. That's um. Does that mean something? Uh, yeah, that's the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was fan fiction of Twilight, and but originally it was like posted to like, blo- you know, uh, Blogspot or something or uh, Wattpad under the name like Masters of the Universe or something like that, and then it became. Fifty Shades of Grey. I didn't write Fifty Shades of Grey, in case you're wondering. Huh. I had no idea. Yep. You now learn you something know. new every day. Hmm. I've watched I, many videos on this. We actually did learn About something. Fifty Shades of Grey, huh? Yeah. yeah. We actually did learn something this uh, this chapter then. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Is that an influence on this book? <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> Wait till you see the next Joe and Sarah chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the uh, the King Hut was all tied up in chains. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh la la. We should probably cut this now, right? No, yeah. no. This is what they want. <laughs> I think every listener <laughs> hopes that Fifty Shades of Grey is an influence on this book. Um, uh, all right. Uh, so, thank you. On that note, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Um, it's got to be like a joke to end it. You know, there's got to be like the big laugh and then we fade out over the big laugh. Well, King Hutton Chains was should have gotten more laughs than what it did. But <laughs> what if we just like uh, on three, big laugh? Okay. Cut out on that. Okay. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> <laughs> I went up with my This is where we'll fade Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. It since it was a toothpick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we we have no idea.
how literally to take this line. <laughs> or we don't know. Wow. The moon is square. <laughs> Whoa. Whew. Okay. I'm going to read that one again, but just 